Welcome to the best damn hunting podcast on the planet. Welcome to HuntCast. And now your host, TJ Schaefer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the HuntCast. I'm your host, TJ Schaefer. This is episode... 26 and uh yes this is the pigman episode and uh it's a different one for sure but before we get started uh first let me say if, if you're not following us on instagram you need to go to at the Huntcast on instagram and hit that follow button we are doing a giveaway and i think this is the perfect um perfect opportunity to talk about this giveaway details will come later in instagram and in future podcasts but this is your opportunity to come and hunt hogs in east texas with us okay and jason i mean it's pretty much a guaranteed thing that they're going to kill a pig right yeah i mean at least at least one you know i mean we're going to do this we're going to do a hunt cast hog hunt and uh we're going to give away, I mean, we're going to give this away. Now you got to just get here. And then we're going to kill all the pigs you want to. And we're going to eat some Texas barbecue and drink some Texas beer and have a great time. So uh, you got to go follow us on Instagram. It's at the Huntcast, all one word. And uh, you'll get the details on the giveaway hog hunt. All right. Um, also, we have a YouTube channel. And uh, we're not pushing it real hard yet, but I want you to go kind of check out what we got going on. Go to YouTube and uh, search The Huntcast. Uh, that'll be The and then Huntcast, one word. And uh, we'll pop up there, our little logo that, that you see when you're listening to the podcast. Uh, it's there. And uh, we got a series going on called A Winter Full of Weekends. And basically what that is, is it's us documenting our 2018, 2019 hunting season, you know, through video, whatever, and showing you the, our successes, our struggles, things that we have to deal with. You know, we had a freaking stand fall over, one stand that we just got set up, and it was like the biggest kick in the balls ever when we pulled up and the stand had been blown over after a big storm blowed in. Uh, but it's just crap like that. You know, we, we got some good deer that we've killed that, that you get to see. I mean, it's you're basically at deer camp with us. And so uh, you guys got to go to YouTube, hit the subscribe button so that you will uh, get all the videos as we release them kind of behind right now i'm not uh not doing too good i just finished one from thanksgiving and it's freaking february so i got to get on the ball of editing some videos for sure uh, but anyway all right jace you ready yes i am without further ado uh we're going to give you the intro to the pig man episode all right because during this episode it's probably the weirdest episode weirdest interview i've ever um ever done before in my life and uh i asked jace to come on board on this one and i was like dude what are you doing this evening he's like nothing i was like hey come be on a podcast with Pigman because i mean everybody pretty much knows Pigman's background and how he got started he was a gunsmith you know he was he was killing pigs people would call around the grossbeck area in texas and say hey i got some pig problems and he'd go kill them or get rid of them or whatever uh, I mean, we've all kind of heard that story. We know his TV shows. I mean, it, it, there's really not a whole lot that's unknown out there on the old interweb uh, of of Pigman. And so I was a little worried, Jace, that I wasn't going to have enough stuff to talk about, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, and so I had struggled. And, and like every episode, I'll write down a bunch of questions, you know, as many as I can, some, some subjects I want to, you know, kind of hit, things like that. Uh, I think I talked about one subject. And I brought you in. 
because I was like, I'm going to need help. I'm going to need help talking, you know, figuring out some stuff of, of to say to him, to ask him, to talk to him about. And uh, I think that you said maybe two or three words, and I said maybe 12. Yep. Uh, so Pigman did all the talking, and uh, I don't know, man. Just It's just a weird episode. It's a weird episode. Pigman definitely loves some Pigman. And uh, and that's cool. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. But uh, he's got the resume to back it up too. Exactly. Um, and he's going to tell you about it. Yep. So uh, I, I don't even know. I mean, Jace kind of lost for words. Man. I, I, exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm exactly lost for words. I, I'm just kind of like had this beautiful episode planned, and Pigman was just like, "Take your plans and shove them up your butt, and this is what we're going to do." Damn it! Hey, I mean. He he doesn't put on a front. I can tell you that while he's on television. Yeah, so it's it's the same here or there. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, no, no. He he's freaking the man. That's all there but, is to it. And but yeah, when you tell him or whenever you listen to the episode, he's going to tell you. He's going to tell you. you. Are. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what he did. So uh, here we go, guys. Mister Pig Man in the house. All right, guys, we got the pig man with us. Brian, my man, how are you today? What's up, man? How you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm doing good. Let me tell you something. I'm jacked, jacked, jacked that you're on the podcast. Uh, man, I, I've, I've been a fan for a long time. Hey, by the way, I got my cousin Jason with us. Uh, say what's up, Jason. How's it going, man? How you doing? I'm doing what's good. What's up, Jason? Not a lot. Anyway, well, dude, what's been going on with you? Uh, just kind of tell us real quick, you know, what what, what kind of cool plans you got happening for for the the Pigman Empire? A little bit of everything, man. You know, I've uh, funny thing is, uh, most everybody thinks, oh, you know, TV show host, but if you look at the credits at the end of the show, I'm an executive producer, and uh, so I've produced two other shows that uh, at some point down the line was a number one rated show and then we're working on a we're working on a uh little project with the sportsman channel right now and uh well osg let's say it like that yeah and uh and i may uh let's just say i may fade over into the fishing side uh -huh. so i produce television and uh this is a multimedia company you know we run and yes i am the pig man and i'm the guy that shoots the pigs in the face and that's what they say and i'm the guy that shoots the pigs with ted nugent out of the helicopter yep that's me <laughs> but i'm also an executive producer and uh we are we're fortunate we got a good team with justin and uh the jcm management guys and it's you know it takes a lot of people man to keep the wheels turning social media team accountants uh, you know, editors, all of our editors and, uh, our production people's out of Los Angeles. So we've got, uh, we've got film people from Pennsylvania. So we, uh, yeah, we're pretty diverse. Yeah. It's yeah. more, I think, than I, I think that not a lot of people talk about, everybody wants to talk about, well, you know, kill this and kill that, but they don't really ever want to talk about what I really do. Well, and that, day that's, day basis. yeah, no, no, no. And that's what I think a lot of people are missing. And that's where, uh, a lot of the what I find interesting is is all the behind the scenes stuff that goes on. Uh, you know, I mean, can you real real quickly tell us just kind of how you got started in the biz? I mean, we know that uh, yep. that you've been killing pigs forever and everything, but but tell us just kind of how you went from a dude in in Texas to shooting pigs and guiding some hunts to to where you are now. Um, pretty simple, man. I'm friends with, uh, much everybody that listens to the podcast of hunters. So the longest running all, all archery show on outdoor channel is, uh, the American archer with Tom Nelson. Yeah. He's a friend of mine. And 
I decided to uh, start guiding pig hunts in Texas because pretty much that's what I've done my whole life. I mean, I've run operations in Kansas. I've taken people to Africa. I've booked big five safaris in Africa. So I'm a professional hunter before TV. Yeah. And so these guys are like, damn, you know, um, you should go down and hunt a pig man. This dude kills big pigs with a bow, and that's kind of my specialty. So Tom came down. And uh, he shot some big stuff, and his producers are like, hey, man, uh, have you ever thought about doing TV? And I said, not really, you know. So then we had uh, the Gowdies that produced uh, Quest for the One, and it was on the Versus Network. And uh, them guys came down and same thing. So I met a field producer, and he told me, hey, man, uh, you're pretty amazing on camera. And I said, well, I'll just tell it like it is, and I'm not going to retake nothing. Yeah. So – and that's the way it started. Then we kind of, uh, Tom kind of said, Hey, this is what we want to do. So I contracted five episodes with Tom's show, the American Archer. And basically I went out and filmed my own stuff and they used the footage. Right. And they're like, do you realize that, uh, the episodes with Brian in it is the highest rated episodes we've ever had and 15 years of outdoor TV. And so then the network kind of got interested and then they're like, Nope. Uh, just believe it, man. One guy, Monty Daniels at Sportsman Channel, believed in the show and said, uh, everybody else said, I don't think an all big show will work. And uh, so every time I win an award and they or they send me an email, tell me I'm number one again in all of outdoor television and ratings. I said, what do you think about a pig show now? <laughs> now you got everybody running around trying to pig hunt in the network, tries to knock you off and do this European pig drive with this prince dude, whatever. I end up having to sue his ass. But uh, <laughs> now, now ever it's the greatest thing in the world. Before, yeah. it was dumb. And even the network, when we started Apocalypse, the first time, I remember being over there with them guys at Heli Hunter, and I, the one dude believed in me, Monty, at the network, he called me and said, how'd it go? I said, dude, I'm telling you, we have just revolutionized outdoor television. So I'll tell you that the three or four episodes that's aired uh, on the Apocalypse franchise, which I own, uh, is the highest rated outdoor TV episodes in history. Nobody's ever even got close. Yeah. So now that's what I do every time I win an award. Or uh, they say, hey, you're number one again. I say, yep, big show probably won't work. Yep, yep, I hear but you. But now, dude, I'll be honest with you, now it's got to the some of the other people that I watched coming up, and then I had a show, and then I knew exactly what not to do Yeah, because I watched everybody else. Yeah. And and I, I just, that's what I did. And then I just, now what's happened, I've seen the people say the top, let's say the top 20 in outdoor TV come to me and say, man, where'd you come from? And then, oh, that's Pig Man for two or three years. And then now... Hey, uh, you know, so-and-so told me to give you a call, uh, see if you could help us out with our production. We want to do what you do. But I have a very strong management company with and Justin and his people. Yeah. And there's no way that I can do what I do without them guys on the backside handling all the data. I'm talking severe drama day to day. Yeah. Waiting on sponsors to pay. Uh, you know, they need these photos and it's just, I get a shot list, you know, two or three times a week of what I need to do. And, uh, you know, and that's just what we do, man. And it, it's, I, I tell people all the time, other TV show hosts that are pretty good, man. They say just a month ago at ATA, 
specific person asked me, dude, well, how do you do what you do? And I said, because I run this as a business. I don't care if somebody thinks that I'm a cool dude and I need to sign an autograph. I'm not a movie star. I am on one of the smallest networks on in television, in broadcast. But I've grown. Uh, one of the old owners of an era company I used to be involved with told a guy one time that I'm regional. Well, if you look at my Vimeo tracks, uh, you see that it's not 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 just national, but it's worldwide. Yeah, people, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be arrogant one time right now, and I'm gonna say it. Everybody else can try to follow suit. I mainstreamed pig hunting. Everybody else tried to knock it off. Well, I don't know. That's what they've done. I don't know anybody that can argue with that. I mean, seriously, because pig hunting in general, uh, you know, it, it wasn't big until you came along and, and started, as you said, shooting them in the face. And now, you know, yeah. I mean, we're in East Texas. Now, you know what the greatest thing is about that, man? Now I got five-year-old kids and a lot of times little girls coming up. And the first thing they say to me, is if they tell me shoot them in the face, I put I take my necklace off and put it on them. There you go. That's what I. So that's my thing, and uh, my my fan base has changed from uh, first year or two or three, eighty percent adults, twenty percent kids. Now it's just the polar opposite. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, I'm telling but, you. But but I'm gonna tell you something, dude. I'm a humble person. Just on the way up here, a friend of mine that I've known for a long time said, "Hey, we got some people." that's up here right now from Houston. And this dude is like the biggest fan of yours. There is. I said, I'll be, I'll come by the convenience store at five o'clock. Yeah. And I stopped by there. And I thought the dude was going to black out, <laughs> but you gotta, I am humble in, in the character that I am. I'm not humble in, a, I'm a, I'm a vicious businessman. And I taught Justin from day one. We don't get bluffed. We shoot hostages. Yeah. They buff. We walk. That's what we do. We're good at what we do. We outsell everybody else and we outperform. That's what we do. And the only way that you're going to compete with me is as if I take your production over. That's it. There you go. That's, that's the way it is. I, I take it over. Me and Justin make a game plan. We execute that game plan. And we have people that I can walk to sponsors with a guy that might take five years to get on TV and say, hey, CEO of Faradine, hey, Main people at Bass Pro and Cabela's. I got something here I think is a little different. Yeah. And I've I've proven it, dude. I've proven it twice. Well, who who so, have you proven it with? Can you tell us? Helly Hunter and uh, Just Junie TV. There you go. Yeah. So Junie was, uh, by episode four or five, she was the highest rated outdoor female on television. So that's the way that works, man. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's, it is, it look, it is, I am the boss. And I say, this is what I like. But I got people that are smarter than me in business and smarter than me in production. And they know how to put stuff together. And they tell me the what direction they want to go. And then I say, well, I know we got to do this. And I, and I time code every episode. So, but I, we get calls all the time, dude, for people wanting us to take their stuff. Oh, and I'm just, sure. I, and I mean, you know, um, that the last episode I did with my son, people ask me all the time, have you met the pig man? Have you met the next pig man? I said, I, I absolutely know right where he is. He's at Texas A&M getting a petroleum engineering degree. That's where he's going. He's not going to do this. He chose his own path. Yeah. My son, is, he is exactly like me. He can do exactly what I do. 
But um, and he 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 can time code shows. He knows what people want to see. But he got to remember he's grown up in it, so he's seen me do what I do, and I haven't over. I didn't overexpose him on the show. I never tried to make a, a family type, you know, hunting show. That wasn't the thing. This is all about big man. Yeah. And it's a brand no different than Monster Energy, Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper, anything like that. You've got to figure out what the brand is, and you don't build the plan around the brand. You build the brand around the plan. Yeah. You know, you know what you got, and you know what you got to do to make that brand look like it needs to look, and that's the plan that you've got to stick with. Right. Right. Well, was, was, it, was having your pops ODAP involved the whole time? Was that all a part of the plan or did that just kind of organically happen? No, no, no. It, it was kind of part of the plan. He, uh, I mean, I, at first he wasn't really that interested in it. And then once he started kind of being, I've told him, you know, you got to just be yourself. You got to forget about the camera. Now he's a straight lunatic. Everybody loves him. Yeah. So you really think about it. It's a, it's a brilliant, the way, it's brilliant the way we've done it because my character kind of, catches the youth the young guys and the and the little kids and dap's got that whole older demographic of people that hate them there are people that actually come to me and say they hate me but they love him because (laughs) of the way our relationship but you'd have to know him dude this dude is like a 10 year old with a credit card you have no idea yeah well dap seems like he likes to party a little bit he's a nut yeah and uh he's he's out of control I had to tone him down again an hour ago. <laughs> so it's just the guy that he is, but it's just the way I was raised. And, uh, I just learned all this stuff on my own, man. Yeah. You know, well, I'm well, a custom how... gun builder and a lot of people don't know that, but that's kind of the way I got into the industry. Yeah. Well, I kind of knew that. I mean, you know, there's stuff online, all that kind of stuff, which I'm sure, you know, there's some stuff online about you that ain't true. Hey, hey, but uh, ah, whatever, yeah, man, I'm, I'm joking with you. Hey, so, I mean, how old are you right now? How old am I? Yeah. How old do you think I am? Hell, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Well, throw it out there. 45. 46. 46 years old. How old yep. were you when you started getting into into the TV stuff? Mm, I don't know, dude. Uh, probably 27, 28, 29. Wow. See, I didn't know it had been that long. Dude, I am a fixture. Well, apparently. I'm not going nowhere. Yeah, and 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 I've trained people over the years. Don't try to put a fast talker on the stage during an award ceremony. I'll burn them down and throw them off the stage. <laughs> they That's they try it all the time. You know, everybody down in Houston and Sportsman Channel's first outdoor. You know, their what was that called, Justin? Sportsman Channel Outdoor Fest. Yeah. What? Hey, what what do you think about that? Because I was there, and that's actually where I, I loved it, dude. I loved it. Yeah. I think they've done a great job. I mean, there they are competing against Texas Trophy Hunters, which is dying. I'm sorry, but they need to change the management, no. management of their stuff. Yeah, no, it, it's pretty rough, man. We we go every year to that, and it's just kind of, yeah. You see it dying. Yeah. Don't lie. No, We're I'm not lying. Hey, listen, I ain't lying. It's dying. It is. I, I see it. You know, you got more and more and people selling 99-cent junk. They kind of diss me a little bit. So now what I'm going to do with Sportsman Channel is put them out of business. Yeah. We're having a podcast. Somebody can play this in four years, and they're going to decide, what was the demise of the TTHA? And you can just play this little deal right here, me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to put them out of business. But that was the first time at that event that me and Waddell had ever been on stage together. Well, him and Tom McMillan are buddies. 
Yeah. And Tom's a good talker. And I told Tom behind the screen that I said, if you, if you try to be funny and I will burn you down and you better remember <laughs> one thing, these are my people. And, uh, they found that out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought, I thought it was a good show, man. I mean, it was obviously it was the first it. year it happened. I thought it was great, man. Yeah. But I think it's got a lot of potential, especially being in Houston at the George R. Brown. I mean, cool Come venue. On. I think it's going to be a cool thing. Cool thing. Well, dude, I mean, I know that you guys, you guys got that got guest uh, at the ranch this weekend. Uh, I mean, yes, y'all got sir. it baited up, ready to go. Hell yeah, man! But uh, things are dying wherever I'm at. Uh, animals. I mean, I got to on my on my. I listen. I got a sponsorship from A to A to Dodge and A to Oklahoma. Yeah. And when I park my truck, if I don't ease the door open, if a hinge creaks, something will just fall over dead right there beside me. I mean, I'm like a <laughs> plague, dude. But oh my god it's what we do you build a, you build a hunting brand and what we do is we focus on entertaining television yeah and you have to be entertaining and i'm changing up the intro this year a lot of things are going to change and uh, we're getting back to uh the original a whole lot of pig man doing what pig man does and that means a lot of things are going to die yeah so yeah. It's going to be an interesting season, dude. Trust me. How are you? How are you recovering from the accident? Are you are you hundred percent yet? Um, physically, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, and mentally, yeah, I'm good. But vision wise, I've got about thirty percent vision in my right eye, so I've had to change everything to left handed. Yeah. But I shoot a bow right handed, but I use my left eye. Right, right. We were talking about that earlier today. That's yep. pretty freaking incredible. Uh, well, it, and I'm going to tell you something, man. Uh, I signed with Obsession Bows, and I'll be honest with you on a podcast. It's because Bear Archery sent me all their bows, and I've shot nine episodes. And then we got on a conference call, and they're like, well, we changed managers. Uh, this eight-year relationship is gone, and we're not going to pay you the $55,000 we owe you. I said, oh, well, that's freaking nice. So it was a blessing to get the Obsession Bows. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be hard for you to believe, even though I shoot right-handed, and my bow sight is on the left side of my bow. Yeah, I shoot better right now than I've been shoot than I've shot in the last five six years, dude. I am freaking destroying things, but it's a combination of the obsession bow, the trophy taker rest, and the IQ bow sight. You like that and IQ, I'm, don't you, dude? It's I'm telling you, if I would have shot an IQ bow sight. When I had both eyes, Levi Morgan wouldn't have won the Triple Crown so many times. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it is a game changer. If you're an archer and you're out there, you've got to try this thing. It just takes Botark on your bow hand out of the game. There is no more. You don't got to worry about bending at the waist and all of this crap out of a tree stand. If you've got that retina lock technology, it eliminates that problem. Yeah, and you're just lining and, up the, the last the... thing. I want to tell you this. So I am a very good friend of the CEO of Faradine, which is Rage Muzzy Block True Fire. Right. This goes on. Todd commandeered me three years ago to help redesign the Muzzy line because it's pretty flat and it's all fixed. I've got some new heads coming out, and they went crazy at ATA. I've been shooting pigs. We've got one called the One and then one called the X. The Muzzy brand has totally changed. I want people to see what is coming from Muzzy that I designed. 
and I've been doing it. I've been doing broadhead stuff, dude, way before TV. Yeah. So that's kind of been my thing over the years is the archery stuff. So uh, I'll tell you what, I fell into my dream job. I I get to do what I want to do when I want to do it. At the end of the day, I got people that are in charge of a lot of things, but I'm the boss. Yep. Yep. You know, when it gets too tight, uh, I'll handle it. Yep. But uh, I love what I do. And, and more so than anything, the last, let's say, since the wreck, my military people, these older folks and these children, I'm telling you, I don't know if you was at my last seminar at the Houston show. Yeah. I physically broke down talking about the wreck and talking about my son. It's totally changed my life. And it has made me um, see things that early in my career that seemed pretty petty to me, uh, very important. So we do a lot for a lot of charitable organizations and children. And there's a whole lot of stuff that we do behind the scenes that we never brag about. Cause it's just, I feel like it's what I'm meant to do. Yeah. So I feel like there's a reason that I'm still alive because I shouldn't be. I mean, wow. that's what they said. And, uh, somehow my skull, uh, is magically fused overnight and they didn't have to put a plate on the top of my head. It's mm. not, it blew the doctors away. They said, I went, I have no idea. Yeah. Don't even know how to explain it. And I said, you got to pray, brother. That's right. That's right. That's what you got to do. So I'm, I'm thankful, uh, for a lot of things. And I appreciate guys like you doing what you do because doing what you do, it's not easy. There's a lot of competition out there. And uh, just stay with it, man. Well, and not like competition different. can Don't suck it because I'm I'm having a good time, and that's all that matters, you know. Yeah, I just, be yourself. I, I just Don't wanted be to be somebody else because I'm going to tell you, I've been a. It's hard to be a character that somebody makes you. Yeah. And, and you've got to be yourself. If you can be yourself on air and in front of a camera, you're golden. That's wow. it. There you go. That's the key yep. to it all. Yep. One more if question. You fake it. Don't waste your time. Yep, yep. One more question, dude. I'll let you go. And this one, it kind of be short, or, or, or maybe it won't be. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I, I hate a pig. Pig. I hate pigs. Hey. More than anything in this world. I hate a pig. Wow. Because, dude, they tear up everything that that we got a lease that's, that's 4,500 acres. And uh-huh. they tear everything up, my man. And uh, kill them. Well, I do kill them. We kill them every time we see them. But we can't keep up with them. My question to you is... Do you love a pig or do you hate a pig? That's a easy, man. I love a pig. <laughs> That's an unlimited money stream. Do you understand? <laughs> when you say millions of pigs, I just start grinning. That's right. A lot of times when I'm in the helicopter, I miss pigs on purpose because <laughs> I love them. Sorry. Listen, dude, it's, um, it's one of them things, you know, uh, I, the, the whole uh, motif of what, who I am, or this persona of who I am is this guy that, yeah, all I do is massacre pigs. Dude, dude I kill thousands and thousands yeah, and thousands yeah. of pigs, but that ain't put a dent in them. That ain't my fault. And all I think back on is, well, I don't know if a pig shall work or not. Yep. <laughs> what you think now? Yep. You got it, my so, man. If anybody out there is listening to the podcast want to be the pig man, you don't even got to call in to get a price. $30 million. 
and you can be the pig man. There you go. I'll sign her away tonight. Justin will take you over. <laughs> I'll teach you what I know in six months, and then I'll be in Fiji. Uh, and the only thing I'll own in Fiji is one of them 800 square foot bungalows. And I will be the one that is staggering, and I'll be the one that's naked. There you go. Hey, that's so, what it's all about, my man. But dude, listen, you know, where you're at down there is thick, and them pigs, dude, they're not stupid. I mean, I was just I was just at the Choctaw Lodge uh, up by Pittsburgh yep. in Oklahoma. Southern All right, Oklahoma. guys, welcome to the Huntcast. I'm TJ Schaefer. This is episode 26, and it is the Pigman episode. 30 minutes uh, man, this in. week I got my cousin Adam Jason co-hosting with me. Feeder. Say what's up, Jason. The deer what's going on, everybody? And so we've already recorded. Just to kind of, you know, never once spooked. Not none of them. Then they all ran away. I said, pigs are coming. Pigs come off the hill. They all hit the corn line that I put out and the boar in the back. I told my cameraman, I said, Matt, the boar in the back got all the mud on him. I'm going to shoot him. I moved the crosshairs over to him. He looked straight at the blind and ejected and took all the pigs with him. And I shot the very last pig that was on the corn. They just are smarter than a deer. And I'm sorry. And that pissed everybody off when I first started doing TV because I said that. I had a hundred people tell me, you can't say that. You don't know that. I absolutely know that. Yeah. They're smarter than a deer. No, we, we agree with that completely. Cause you anything, can't get rid of them. you can't get rid of them. You can't get rid of them. You can't hardly trap them. Once you trap them, they learn. They ain't going to yep. get back in a trap no more. I mean, it's, it's, they're, I'm going to tell you something else too, man. When I first started doing helicopters, we would fly a spot and I'm talking about run them in the open and massacre them. And these guys would start in a different spot the next morning. But we would always go back to that original spot the day before. And I'm like, God, they're burning time. And there's still pigs there, dude. They know. Physically put a horn on the bottom, a sirene on the bottom of the chopper. And they get right down on top of the brush piles and set that sirene off. Sometimes they'll come out and sometimes they won't. Sometimes you just have to shoot into the brush and make them run. But they learn. They hear that helicopter and they know, hey, Chuck, Bob, and Fred, got killed yesterday because of that day <laughs> we're not running yeah <laughs> so that's it man it's that simple but i hey, look keep doing what you're doing man you're doing a great job and uh you just get with justin if you want us to do these things i'm i'm no problem man i don't have a problem doing it all right pig i really appreciate it man y'all go kill him this yeah, weekend man. i appreciate your time bud uh, how long about a quick question how long have you been doing this well, this will be episode 26, okay? We've done it for about a year, all right? And uh, So episode 26 will soon be your highest rated episode. You ever. got that right. You got that right, man. I'm, I'm jacked about so it. So if anybody ain't listening to my man's podcast, y'all suck. <laughs> You're the man, pig man. I appreciate Thanks it, care, buddy. buddy. All right, see ya. Well, Jace. Um, we were talkative on that one. Yeah, you know, and I don't guess there's really any any um, anything else to say. I mean, pig, he likes him some pig man. Yep, he said it all. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, it's like you do all this research and you have uh, all these questions lined out, and you get basically the first one started, and pig starts talking, and 20 minutes later, he's still talking. Um, guys, I don't really know what else to say. You, uh, you heard Pigman talk, and that's what this episode was about. So, uh, anyway, uh, it'll probably be our shortest episode ever, but as Pigman said, most highly rated. Um, I don't know, man. Pretty freaking crazy. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm sitting here kind of dumbfounded that, uh, 
That was probably the weirdest interview I've ever done in my life. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. That's episode 26. And I ain't got nothing else to say. So uh, y'all take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Huntcast. Stay up to date with all new episodes, special guests, and appearances by following us on your favorite social media platform. Search The Huntcast on Facebook or on Twitter and Instagram at The Huntcast. The Huntcast.